Let's do it to it, honey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Britt, it's number three. Number three. We're the, experts now. Basically. Mm-hmm. The Bay of Pigs, episode three, season one. And we have a special guest today. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Everybody, this is Jamie Brothers. Jamie Brothers is uh, a production manager for, she's currently working for Nat Geo and the BBC. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Awesome. And she is a Sex in the City fan. I am. I have been for some time. This is lovely. Well, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, Jamie is going to join us for the whole episode here. So we're going to get some insight. Strap in. Strap in, everybody. Get excited. <laughs> How long have you been a fan? Did you watch it when it was airing originally? I did not. I was not an original fan, actually. I was uh, I was a fan at the end when it was all said and done, and I had to catch up and watch everything, but that meant I watched it from start to end with no pausing. Mm, you binged. Yeah. L- I mean, literally, I didn't stop. We all appreciate being able to do that. And then watched every movie as well. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you were locked inside for the whole summer. Okay. Uh, yep. No sex for you. <laughs> no sex for me. <laughs> it's okay. You can live vicariously. Yeah. By the time I got out of that, though, much sex. So much. So, sex. so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a template at that point. Well, it was, it was a transformative experience for me. Right. So you just sex in the city is the uh, learning curve we all needed. Mm-hmm. The learning instruction we all needed. So you just popped out of your cave in heels ready to go i <laughs> i don't mean to make light of this but that's actually kind of how it went yeah <laughs> excellent <laughs> excellent um brit do you want to tell us what this episode is about it's a good one this is a good one um yeah so this begins with carrie going to the hamptons she's seeing her married couple friends and while she's at the hamptons we discuss how if somebody has a hamptons house you have to bring your own gossip and tidbits, whether that's investment advice or, you know, single stories. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the Hamptons? No. Jamie? Yes. Oh, how is it? Beautiful? Beautiful. Everything that you think it's going to be. Okay. In theory, I would like to wear linen in the Hamptons next summer. Mm. That theory hinges on our current COVID. Mm. Also a mansion in the Hamptons, but yes. Yes. Or a friend. With a mansion Mm. in the Hamptons. Yes. I will take any and all. I will be accepting applications if people would like to. (laughs) If anyone wants to host us. Yeah. We are delightful. Just slip into those DMs if you want to host us next summer. Yes, please. Okay, sorry. So Carrie goes to the Hamptons with her married friends. Yes. And while she's at the Hamptons, you know, we begin to understand that this is about the fact that Carrie is single and they want to hear the stories. Until the next morning when she walks into into the hallway And Peter, the husband, is standing there in a white t-shirt and no bottoms, which is weird on a number of levels. But I think the most weird part is the fact that he is in a t-shirt with no undies. That's weird. Yeah. Just be buck. Also standing in the hallway in front of her bedroom. With his dick out. Yeah. Just Mm. calmly sipping on his coffee. Just no shame there. Anyway. Well, Carrie doesn't really react the way that I would. I would probably like slip into, I would just like pop back into the room and hide under their covers like I was scared of it or something. Oh, absolutely. I don't want to see any of my friends' partners' dicks. I don't. No. No. 
Mm-mm. Because I don't want the thing that happens next in the episode, which is she mentions it to the wife, and then the wife gets mad at Carrie and kicks Carrie out as if Carrie's the problem here. That's the reason you don't want to see your partner's dicks? <laughs> that is a prime weekend in the Hamptons, Jamie. <laughs> like, the reason is your friend gets mad? I just don't want to see my friend's partner's dicks. I mean, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. I think both can be true at the same time. Good point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Honey, did Carrie see your dick in the hole? Dick in the hole. I wrote that down. I was like, is this where we started with dick in the box? Did it start because we all started saying dick in the hall? Because mm. that's great. So Carrie gets kicked out. So she gets kicked out. We then move forward. She's back in New York City with all her single friends discussing what it's like to be single versus married people. With our favorite, the core four. The core four. Charlotte has a great hair day. Miranda has a questionable hair day. Samantha looks the same as she always does. Mm. It's a great scene. Miranda has a bunch of questionable hair days early on in the oh, in the yeah. season. But. Oh, it's bad. Great transition to the fact that her law firm thinks she's a lesbian. Yo, oh, you're jumping way past Peppermill Dick. Oh, Peppermill Dick. That is a good <laughs> moment. That is like one of the best innuendos in maybe television history. Mm. That poor server. Mm. I feel like that's so, like the tip of the iceberg of samantha's work on that show <laughs> oh she was good in that oh yeah yep. but like it gets better oh it yeah does. yeah so keep watching people oh absolutely <laughs> uh today as i was re-watching this i was like man maybe i really am samantha mm-hmm. like she's drinking the tequila shots she's really i'm jumping ahead here again but i still had that moment where i was like as much as you want to be a miranda slash charlotte you might just be a samantha <laughs> The important thing about this conversation that they're having in the... Stay focused. (laughs) You're doing great. The important thing about the conversation that they're having at this dinner table is that it presents plot A, which is Carrie's article of the week. Mm -hmm. And they are deciding, they're they're figuring out that there is a cold war happening between marrieds and singles. And I think that the way that Carrie describes Charlotte's want to be a part of the marriage she said that she said that it is a sorority that she is desperately wanting to rush it's so accurate Mm -hmm. so accurate we're getting like some really prime core four personality traits here in this conversation it's well written like we haven't jumped into charlotte's personality too intensely yet in the first two episodes and here we're getting to see some tidbits that are going to lead to her entire character i know that Maybe we want to keep the spoilers on a low. No, no, no. We like all the spoilers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it really comes full circle later on when you realize why she's so exhausted. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And that just <laughs> it starts there and it culminates in her <laughs> meltdown. Right. <laughs> we start seeing it now. And it uh, keep watching because it really Such ends. Such a good meltdown. Uh, <laughs> it ends well. But we are. So, so Miranda is talking about how she gets those looks from married people because she's single yes like she's some freak who's out in the wild yeah and she has it happen to her at the office which is a place that one your personal life shouldn't in theory be coming into play in general right let alone two as you're trying to climb the corporate ladder but the corporate ladder appears to be hang on the fact of whether you're single or in a couple right and i think they're trying to figure out why that is a little bit absolutely Mm -hmm. jamie Mm -hmm. you're not married Correct. No. Do you have you ever gotten those those looks? I've gotten those looks before, especially the older you get, uh, the more those looks come flying your way. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a long term relationship, 
and still not married and getting older. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these women are in their 30s. Yeah. I think they're in their lower 30s. I think they're Shocking. 32 to 34 at this it, point. 32. Yeah, they're lower. Yeah, they're lower 30s. But uh, I think kind of we're we're all in our lower 30s right now. <laughs> None of us are married. No. <laughs> One of us does have a handful of wedding dresses in her closet. Though. I do. Yeah, I do. I'm almost there. I'm going to, I'm rushing guys. I got picked. You are rushing. (laughs) So exciting. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we, the Miranda point, we'll go ahead and jump into that plot line B. The Miranda point, um, we see her get set up with a clearly stereotypical lesbian woman at a softball game of all places. Like really, really good writing there. (laughs) Yeah. And then her boss invites her over to dinner and invites her perceived to be partner over to dinner because they're looking to add a lesbian couple to their friend group. But then also Miranda's like, fuck it. If this is how I'm going to climb the corporate ladder, I will lesbian my way up the ladder. Which some people might disagree with me on this, but good for her. Agree. I felt bad for the partner. Yes. Um, I I already forgot that woman's name. Sid. Sid. I feel bad for Sid. And I don't think most people would play Sid's role in this. They'd be like, fuck you, bitch. Because Sid's not a part of the law firm. No. Okay. I, She's just a date who wanted to meet another lesbian. Someone at her law firm had decided that since they hadn't seen Miranda with a man, yeah. that they would set her up on a blind date because she must be a lesbian. Mm-hmm. That's the only option. <laughs> Gross. So they invite their friend Sid to come to the baseball game and they find out. I mean, they get along really well at the baseball game. Sure. So maybe Sid was like, I don't know, you're cool. Like, I, I, I do feel, I did feel a little bad for her. Yeah. Does that, I mean, Sid could have said no. She could have said no. Sid was a good sport. <laughs> she like stuck <laughs> around, even though this blind date turned out to be poor. At that point, I would have been like, oh, great, I'm out. I don't want to go to my partner's boss's dinner in general. Yeah, Let especially not my, not my partner. <laughs> Yeah, my fake partner's boss's dinner. <laughs> no, thank you. Where's my place there? Yeah, it doesn't exist. Even, and I would rather be drinking wine on my couch. They even describe it as a, a right wing Republican. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Uh, walking into the lion's den. We're circling back. Uh, there's a moment where Carrie is walking with Stanford down the New York streets, runs into somebody who clearly once was straight and is now with his life partner, points to his ring. Uh, they're both adorably gay and cute, so that's great. And then he real he and his partner look at Carrie and say, would you be a surrogate? Can we have your eggs? We're looking for somebody to donate their eggs. They didn't even ask her to be a surrogate. They just want yeah. her eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't want you involved at all. We just want your eggs. You're not going to be using those, right? I mean, you're in your 30s. Right. We see you walking down the street with your gay best friend. You're you're not married. It's Which, fine. by the way, Stanford, we no. all love Stanford, right? Love him. Love him. He's so good. He goes so far. I love him in this, too. He just, like, instantly recognizes that Carrie, that that was completely oh, yeah. inappropriate, grabs the business card Which without that- saying anything, rips it up and sticks it in the bag. And he's like, okay, well, that's done now. <laughs> and also, who carries a card and then hands it? For your eggs. Well, that in itself was a weird moment. If you're in the market for eggs, I feel like that's something that you would have in your toolbox. People farming for women's eggs. I, Although it that probably doesn't fit. Like that doesn't age well. Nobody handles business cards now. It would be like, follow me on Instagram. 
It'd be like, it's fine. I'm going to send you a DM. See how your eggs are doing. Maybe see if we could schedule you an appointment. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but another moment of Carrie just realizing that if you're coupled up and married, you perceive the single person to be an accessory, a book of stories, or an egg generator. Yeah. <clears throat> but there is an argument to be made. I mean, Charlotte is pro-marriage. She's also, Carrie is going through and interviewing all these people. And some of them, there's that woman at the bar that talks about how she doesn't see her single friends anymore because they remind her how desperate she was. And Oh, I felt offended by that. <laughs> I also felt like she could have said something else. Like they remind her of how good it used to be. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think this, this room is leaning one way or another. <laughs> I mean, is this Cold War, do you, is this Cold War actually happening right now? Do you feel like... There is a line between singles and marrieds. Ooh, good question. I don't. <laughs> you I don't. don't? I think the line only really shows up between who wants to go out and who doesn't. So once upon a time ago, like in our 20s, when, there were, like when we were all surrounded by more single than not people, mm -hmm. it was really easy to text somebody and say, hey, you want to go out tonight? And then everybody was in. And now once you like your friends start coupling up or you start coupling up it's a lot easier to be like nah and i think that's where it shows up it's just in that ability to like find that social time outside but i don't think it's a cold war i think we need to clarify what single is and i mm -hmm. think single of as the way we've been talking about it is legally like when we're paying taxes when we're filling out health forms are you do you have a marriage certificate or do you not? And I think that maybe during this episode, there's a different kind of single too, like not sure. having a partner at all. Right. Which, Jamie, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm ready. You are in a relationship. You are not married. Yes. But have been in a relationship for a while. Correct. So you wouldn't actually consider yourself, some, if someone were to ask you, are you single? I check the single box. You check the single on box. On government forms. On yes. government forms. <laughs> but if someone were to walk up to you and say, hey, are you single? Mm -hmm. You would say, well, who is it? That <laughs> okay. I'm just joking. Nope. Good answer. So she is I'm single, everybody. Uh, we're going to put her contact information in the show notes. Who's asking? Mm -hmm. okay. We'll mention her Instagram <laughs> handle later. We'll find out her type and let you know. Oh, no. Out. I hear what da, you're da, saying. Da, da, da. Yes. Typically, the answer is not yes. Okay. That would be no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to say it's been many, many years since someone just sauntered up to me and asked me if I was single. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have shared that. No. I <laughs> it's very depressing. I know. <laughs> but you are in a relationship. I am in a relationship. But you are single. Correct. Okay. So we need to, like, clarify... We're talking about people who don't have the marriage certificate. I am not certified. <laughs> Britt is not certified either. I am either. not certified. I am not certified. Nobody here at this table is certified. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're rushing. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Kappa, kappa. Bang. Bang. <laughs> um, I, think, I think there is a line with, with marrieds and singles, and I think it goes in hand in hand with, with kids. They don't mention kids in this episode. No, but we come to that soon. Yeah. Well, we kind of see it. Like, actually, to fast forward to the um, additional plot line here, Carrie decides to try on the marrying type of guy, which I guess is a unicorn in New York City. I think it's kind of a unicorn most places. Um, 
disagree? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of guys that start to get in their late 30s and they're ready to get married. Yeah, yeah. but they've already like made it to their late 30s. The rest of the world is like socially looking more towards your like late 20s. Mm, mm-hmm. Something that I found very interesting, and I and Carrie never said it, and I I always thought that that she would. I thought the writers might this might happen. But I wondered if she recognized his own, like, that men have some of these struggles of trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing. And Mm -hmm. if there's a a war against them, if they want to be single or married and how to navigate that. Because he's like, I don't know what to do with women. I thought you wanted to be married. Mm -hmm. So maybe, like, some men are pretty lonely trying to figure this out. That's interesting. Yeah. That's that's like what came in was... You know, she never mentions it, but women go through this all the time, talking with their friends about it. Like, what about this guy? He's confused. Sex in the City definitely does a nice, well, a very intentional job of focusing on women, like cis women. And I think this is one of those where it would have been a really cool plot line if they were a little more progressive in terms of understanding that. They're just bringing it up. Gender roles are applied to both sex. Yeah, totally. And all genders. Very interesting, right? Yeah. Absolutely. It happens a little bit with gay folks, but that's as close as they get to touching men's issues. Okay, but this clearly, this guy, anyway. like, whether he's dating a man, a woman, he... He bought a child's mobile in Aspen. Three years ago. And then moved into a new place and was able to locate it. Um, Could we say this is the Charlotte of the men? I yeah. mean, he's ready. Okay. Absolutely. He's been it, ready. It took <laughs> Carrie so long to realize that she should have set him up with Charlotte. Like mm-hmm. when the three of them walked into the apartment, I was like, Charlotte is the one who should be dis- talking to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does end up setting them up at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. <laughs> I think the way that that ends is just Me too. so good. Charlotte's con- French country chic. Yeah. And he's, he's classic American. Yeah. I love that. Classic she called American it off country right there in the shop. <laughs> nope. This isn't going to work. <laughs> Just cut it off real quick. That poor dude. <laughs> uh, and an interesting, another interesting thing that happens, which is kind of my favorite. And we also get to see a good uh, portion of Samantha. <laughs> Literally her dress shows a lot of Samantha too. It's yeah. great. They're at this party and it's, they're all coupled up and Samantha's looking at Carrie they're like, also all wearing like button up shirts and like <laughs> I it is awful. Yeah. It does not look fun. There's pretty, nothing sexy about this party. No. Pretty mm-hmm. tight. It's pretty tight in there. Mm-hmm. Everything's a little tight. <laughs> so Sam is taking tequila shots, which which my girl. Yes. Here for that. She's in a sexy dress and she realizes that she has fucked like a third <laughs> of the party. Oh man. I mean, not to say too much about walking into a room and definitely being able to identify multiple people that you've done something or another with, but in that room all coupled up, I'm pretty sure, to her point, I'm pretty sure I've never banged or made out with somebody who's married. Right. They may or may not have been married at the time, and she doesn't know. She's just taking tequila shots and going, I've seen his penis, and I've seen his penis. What? Which is honestly where I would want to be in that party. Mm-hmm. Like, put me next to Samantha. What does she describe them as? She describes them as, like, his friend or, like, his, you know, she's that buddy. That buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that buddy banged him. <laughs> that buddy banged him. Didn't think I was ever going to see them again. <laughs> and then the episode also involves Charlotte taking home 
drunk Samantha, and then mm. drunk Samantha is sleeping with the poor, sweet Irish boy, oh, the he's doorman. So he's so cute. But yeah, she wakes up drunk, goes you for- downstairs, and says, let's do this. You and forgot like, about Peppermill yeah. Dick, though. We get Peppermill Dick later mm-hmm. at the party. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wasn't even paying attention to that. We they- see Peppermill Dick. And the funny thing about this is that they're talking about the Cold War between mm-hmm. singles mm-hmm. and married people. And that maybe it's not a Cold War. Maybe they just need to, they just want to be figured out. So her friends who had just rushed her out of the door because she had seen her husband's penis mm-hmm. are now like, oh, we're so happy for She's you. no longer a threat. You're no longer a threat. You're in the group. And then here comes Tequila Samantha. <laughs> Such a good She's moment. so good. She just the laugh was all you needed. The laugh was all you needed. <laughs> Another unfortunate reason as to why I might be a Samantha. Uh-huh. So good. Peppermill Dick. Peppermill Dick. <laughs> and we gotta go. She's gotta go. It's time to go. Cute. I'm real. So I really little. love that Carrie does not have any shame for Samantha's reaction to that. She's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's real. Well, I mean, she got <laughs> kicked out and put back on the jitney. She also <laughs> told the wife congratulations right yeah. like she gave well her done. kudos for do you lose part of your like girlfriend card when you couple up like that like you can't have a joke with your girlfriend like that like dude i don't know what else to do but i saw your husband's dick right. well done i mean what else yeah i'm not gonna kick somebody out of my house for seeing my husband i'm not gonna be like happy about it like what did you think <laughs> you want to talk about it do you want to see it again i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna be like hey honey could you put your dick away that would be great. Okay. I just need you to put your dick away while we have company. <laughs> no Every other time, it's fine. Just while we have company, <laughs> put your dick away. <laughs> Do you want a muffin? <laughs> she didn't even get a muffin. She didn't even get a muffin. <sighs> so that's probably why she was like, yeah, it's, I mean, this is real. Yep. 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 But this brings us into our segment, Getting Dirty. So if uh, you are not... Familiar with this segment, Britt and I will each get one minute to debate our side. I am pro-marriage. And I'm going to be pro-single. And then afterwards, typically we ask each other a question in rebuttal, but we are going to have our special guest ask us questions. I'm very excited. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So I think we should put uh, one minute on the clock. I'm ready. Go. I am pro-marriage. And when I say I'm pro-marriage, I am pro-marriage for people who want to be in it. Mm -hmm. I think that if you decide to have the party and you decide that you want to be partnered up with that that person get those tax incentives have the big party do it i think that you should lean into that moment i think that it's not for everybody and i don't think that you should be demonized if you decide that that's what is best for your particular partnership if you guys work really well in those boundaries whatever those may be i think that that should be celebrated for you um I, th- I think that, well, I'm getting married. So I think that my partnership thrives in certain boundaries. And I think that that one of those is maybe having a marriage license. Just to clarify, I think that a marriage is good for people who have decided that time moving forward. Awesome. No, no, that's it, right? Nope. Yeah. I only get one minute. That's it. All right. Yeah. No follow up. And we just go to the next version. We're here for me. All right, Britt. In three, two, one. Being single means freedom. Being single means endless opportunities. Being single means you get to do whatever the hell you want to do. 
And by this, I mean both being single, whether you're not certified as a married couple or single, single. Uh, But with that being said, I do think that the best relationships come when both partners are able to be truly independent and have their freedom and are able to really do exactly what they want. You know, if you have a great group of girlfriends that you want to travel with or you want to do a podcast with, you get to do that because it's your choice. Um, And ultimately, there is almost nothing better or more exciting than those first few moments when you meet somebody and you're like, could you? Is this? Should we? Oh, ho, ho. And we just can't deny how enjoyable that moment is. Granted, the breakup part, not so great. I'm I'm giving myself a con. There are no cons to this. (laughs) Yeah. Well done, ladies. Questions? Yes, questions. This is a, this, this, I'm really glad I'm here tonight. This is a, a a topic I've talked a lot about. Oh, good. I Mm. feel like I've been primed for this episode. Excellent. (laughs) Just the married versus single debate. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is something that's, I guess, because it's so relevant Maybe that's why this is kind of easy yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and exciting and interesting because we're in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're balls deep. <laughs> 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 uh, so questions, huh? Questions. So uh, start with you, Zimmy. Yeah. Yep. Start? Go for it. I'm ready. So, so I guess my question for the pro marriage is I always feel like, do you have, do you feel the action of getting married? You know, that. there's a shift like it changes the expectations in the relationship or like you said um well you kind of said it you said like there's some boundaries that you guys thrive on which is great but do you feel like for a lot of people outside of your relationship getting married sets a different level of expectations and and then i've got a follow-up okay that's a fair question i think that um for a lot of people there might be some people in our community where those expectations change Um, myself and my partner have decided that we don't think that they should change. Uh, if we get married on Friday, Thursday and Saturday should be completely the same. Well, maybe Saturday's a little hungover. Saturday might be a little sluggish. Um, (laughs) but, but I, I don't, but I'm sure that some people's expectations of, of what our roles would be would change, but I haven't done either. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> so then if you feel like that there is not a change of expectation or of what your partnership is, mm-hmm. why bother? Party. Okay. All right. That's pretty. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. She's got four dresses. My yeah. dresses are gorgeous. <laughs> so you can have the party to wear the dresses and have everyone there. But you do want a recognition of something special that you guys are doing this together. I want to say it to the world. Mm -hmm. I want to say it to the U.S. government. (laughs) (laughs) In, In the counter of that, if you do feel like we did have said that sometimes expectations or boundaries or relationships change, especially in the younger, either in age or relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, those expectations change and that becomes then a, a negative sometimes for marriage. marriage. Yeah. yeah. And that's the con there. Huh? There, there. Yep. That, that is a con. But I think that, I think that if you, even if you hadn't gotten married, wh- again, I haven't been there. I don't know what's <laughs> on the other side, guys. What the fuck do I know? But if you are in a relationship, you don't get married. I think that there's probably still some like emotional things you have to go through if that goes sour. Sure. Um, without the, without the marriage license. But again, I don't know. 
I, I remember having a relationship once where it was okay that I was flirtatious and open when we were dating, but it was not okay for that person mm. if we got married. Was that, were those in the, oh. was that in a contract? Did you sign a contract? I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> know I did. It definitely <laughs> sounds like there would have been a prenup obviously, had they moved to that point mm. and it would have included Jamie's flirtation yes. level. So obviously we had some fundamental issues, but I just remember that moment and I guess that came with age and time and and going through that relationship but that moment of I didn't think I was going to change when we got married if excuse me if we got married right but there's some people that are thinking that and it's okay to date a certain way but it's not okay to marry that way I think that's bullshit yeah Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I I think you should be very clear going into it and you know what I'm going to be very specific in my vows I'm going to make a note here and I'm going to be so yeah. buckle up guys. I've got a list. A little asterisk. This ceremony just got 10 minutes longer. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Um, in the counter there, Britt, yes, for the single, single life, um, <clears throat> which I, I, I have, I highly support obviously whether you're with a partner or not. I think actually I'm supposed to be by un- unbiased, right? Mm, eh, you get to be whatever you want to be. You're the yeah. guest. You okay. be your anarchy. Well, I, Agree with both sides of this. If you have the right reasons, I think obviously Zimmy does. I like those reasons. That's great. On the single note, um, you s- talked a lot about going out and having the ability to kind of be you and the freedom and stuff like that. And I wondered why not have a partner that supports that and and whatever you want. I you you said something about like you get to do whatever you want, and then you also related that to the word independence. And I find the word independence to be something that can cohabitate with a partnership. And I'm curious if that is not just a unicorn dream. Is that possible? Can you ever truly be tr- totally independent with a partner? Maybe not. I mean, you can't have sex with everybody. So. Yeah. I guess that's that. Maybe well, so you can consenting if your adults. partner wants that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so where are we? Like, and then, and then, is there a middle ground with that? And and is this single life something that I think people mistake for? You have to be fully single to do whatever you want, or can you be independent within a partnership? I actually am going to piggyback off what Zimmy said, which is hard because I'm supposed to be against her on this. <laughs> However, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is I think that depends on age and maturity also. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point in my life, I am thankful for the opportunity to be single and really hone in on who I am, who my partner should be, who I want them to be. Uh, who my support network is so that when I don't have a partner, I'm experiencing that same level of like comfort and supportedness, just not in a romantic sense. Uh, And I'm really thankful for that. I think I'm a better, I think I'm a better individual and a better partner for that. Mm -hmm. Well done, ladies. We upped that to one minute because our listeners requested more debate time. Which is great because I'm long-winded. Exactly. Ask and you shall receive. (laughs) Uh, just so you guys know, we don't want to hear from us anymore. We want to hear from you. You can go on to our Instagram account at Funky Spunk Podcast and you can vote for who you think was right. You can also see past it's usually polls. me. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, you can go onto our Instagram and vote and you can see past polls. So uh, tell us what you think. And we are going to take a quick break. Funky Spunk Podcast is brought to you by Steno Denver, a rad boutique co-working space in the lovely City Park West neighborhood of Denver. If you are looking for a new place to work or you want to get those small businesses out of the basement, 
seriously, go check out Steno. It's a beautiful space. You're going to meet some amazing people. And our listeners will get two free weeks of co-working. Just head to their website at stenodenver.com and use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. And we're back. Uh, we are back for Sexpert. This segment, for those of you who are not aware, each week, one of us quizzes the other on a topic, and at the end of the season, we will tally up the points. The loser is buying the winner a bottle of Mom Rosé. The reason for that is because it's the bottle that we opened in our first episode, and Britt and I are not very creative. Mm, it's true. <laughs> we can only do so much, and that is the extent of this podcast. Uh, just so you guys know, Britt is leading in points right now. Because I am a badass. Yeah, she is I'm badass. I'm not surprised. Uh, this week... She will be teaming. I will be quizzing her, and she will be teaming up with our special guest, Jamie Brothers. I need you to bring the bring the momentum. Oh, We're I'll not falling it. behind this week. No way. Yeah. No way. I would never let you come down from that leaderboard. Thank you. You got it. I'm glad you're looking out for me. <laughs> Great. We got some teamwork going on. This <laughs> week, it is good old-fashioned Sex in the City trivia. Mm, Frick. Fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. No cussing. <laughs> Follow along out there. Uh... And see if you can guess the right answers. Number one, are you two ready? Yes. Sure. Britt, no, no. That's the confidence we're looking for. I like you mean it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was a little over the line, but that's fine. Okay. Just number one, how much did Carrie's iconic tutu that she wears in the opening sequence cost? Oh, well, my tutu cost $28 from Charlotte Russe uh, about five years ago. I don't think Carrie Bradshaw wears Charlotte Russe. Probably not. But she might have because it was early on. Didn't she buy... Wasn't that like a thrift store look potentially? No. <sighs> Let's go with $250. Oh, I was going to go 1200 Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> know. I didn't know. 800 Yeah. Okay. I mean... If I had $800 to spend on a tutu, I probably would. You would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. $800 is your final answer? Yes. I don't like the tone of your voice <laughs> right now. <laughs> Number two, who designed Carrie's wedding dress in the first movie? Oh. Oh, it's, um, duh. She does the photo shoot and then she gets the dress. Isn't it like Vera Wang? Is nope, it No. It's not Vera Wang. Shit. I is really, it Vera Wang? I thought it was Vera Wang. She goes through a couple different designers because at this point she's like working with Vogue and they certainly right. make sure to highlight the multiple designers and like the Vogueness of it. I <sighs> thought it was Vera Wang. I mean, I got to I got to trust you because I'm now forgetting. I keep going to like so I don't I don't remember it being Vera Wang, but I can't give you an alternative designer right now. So I've See, gotta... I feel like I learned who Vera Wang was because of that movie. I have no better reason then. I have nothing I can counter with. I hope I'm right. Okay. Vera Zimmy Wang. is stone face. Vera there Wang no is your final answer. Indiana. Her tone is really number three. Yeah. <laughs> Where was the second movie actually filmed? <sighs> okay, Hollywood. Uh, Looking at you, baby that, girl. No, that is so unfair. That is so unfair. I mean, wouldn't it be like Arizona because they've got those great tax laws and stuff? Like, isn't that where Breaking Bad took place? And like, mm. I'm just tossing. I still think they out went there. international for some reason. 
production manager. I know, I know. Of reality television. <laughs> not major motion films. <laughs> which for everyone here, they're different. No, I'm just, okay, I'm sorry. I just feel like a I'm failure. Gonna, I'm going to give you a hint on this one. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is international. Okay. It is international. Okay. Uh, is it something like maybe like Egypt or some country where it's obviously going to be cheaper than like Dubai because Dubai is just like got d- fountains of money. A northern African country, Morocco. Ooh, Morocco. Morocco. Well done, Britt. Final answer, Morocco. I don't feel confident. I don't either. But just yeah, let's we're in Morocco. Okay. Okay. Watch let's... it be. Watch it be Egypt. What you said first. Watch it be Arizona. Watch it be. Arizona. <laughs> Zimmy doesn't know. Could be international. Arizona is fucking weird. You might might need a passport. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's get the answers here. Number one, how much did Carrie's iconic tutu that she wears in the opening sequence cost? The answer is $5. Oh, Oh, I was closer with Charlotte Roos. You were. You were on a good trip. <laughs> bitch. Yep. So you got that one. So was that like a thrift store thing? Because probably. When do we find out how much it costs? I think that's like a oh. trivia for the episode, right? That's not in the episode. This is all This is all according to an article that was written uh, by, Probably by Marie, BuzzFeed. Marie Claire magazine. Okay. Mm. Behind the scenes. Copy yeah, that. Behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. $5. Who designed <laughs> Carrie's wedding dress in the first movie? The answer is Vivian Westwood. Vivian oh, Westwood. I was close with yeah, the V. Yeah, you had it. I got the V. Do I get a half point? No. Oh, it was VW. The initials are the same. Yep. Wrong. <laughs> Stone cold. <sighs> Number three. Where was the second movie actually filmed? The answer is Morocco. Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. I know everything. Yeah, so you got that one right. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's it for us, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much to our special guest, Jamie Brothers. You can find her on Instagram at Jamie Brothers, and we will put her link in our show notes as well. Funky Spunk is brought to you by a Vague Idea podcast channel and recorded at Steno Denver. You can listen to Funky Spunk at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Questions for the show? Follow us on Instagram at Funky Spunk Podcast, or you can email us at FunkySpunkPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, guys.